and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent conference and season fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the show. It's time to get in our time machine. <laughs> I'm going to play, you know, time machine right now. Wow, there we go. I love it. I love it. We always say we need theme get songs for these. <laughs> time machine. Do, 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 do. I love it. I love that song. I love that whole EP. I love what you know. <laughs> and we are going 20 years back in time to 2003, specifically the last half of 2003. Yes, we already did the first half of 2003 earlier in the year. And so now it's time to finish out uh, July through December yes. of 2003. Um, and yeah, if you've never listened to one of these time machine episodes before, we just take a look at all of the K-pop from 20 years ago. And if you've listened to previous episodes of this in previous years, we have found ourselves spending tons and tons of time watching ballad singer music videos, which tend to be between six and 12 minutes long. Yeah. And, and usually <laughs> involve highly complicated plot lines which only maybe 70% are understandable. Yeah. Tragedy. Mostly tragic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're very, very popular songs, but they're kind of more K-pop adjacent yes. than specifically K-pop. And I think now that we're getting into 2003, where we have like more well established, we're like starting to see the beginnings of like, the big it's the three. Second gen and, like, now, yeah, like, it's the beginning of the second gen, and so we have more. I think we can be stricter about yes. what makes it onto the list. Yes, because everybody got to perform on the music shows at the time because it was like the music. And nowadays, there's so much K-pop that like ballad singers and bands don't show up on music shows mm -hmm. as much as they did back then. And ballads have always been and will always be very popular in South Korea. So they're always really high on the album charts because mm -hmm. more people are listening to ballads than they are listening to K-pop. Yes. So I used to be really thorough and include all of that stuff, but like I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so I just want to say up top that I was really ruthless this time. So like, I don't even have like Kim Bum Soo who I love or Dana or wax or anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it just couldn't, I couldn't do it this time. So shout out to that listener that asked us where was Dana when we like <laughs> missed her debut. She won't be in this episode either. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Let's just get that out of the way now. <laughs> I also, for our own sake, cut the Jang Nara comeback because as we've talked about in all of these 20 year episodes, Jang Nara, who is now a very popular actress, was a really popular singer at the time. She was like the host of everything. She was like the prettiest, coolest, most popular girl. But her singing voice was fucking terrible. Yeah. But she would have like four comebacks a year and her albums like did so well and she was so popular. But every year I have nothing nice to say and it's so awful to watch them. And so like this year I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I can't anymore i think we've reached <laughs> the point in our show where we can do that because we can do whatever we want yeah. <laughs> so before we get into the july through december i have an omission from last time that okay. i felt like i just needed to point out before we went any further and this is the comeback from park hye kyung her album seraphim and the single is called annyeong <laughs> Again, 
reason that I wanted to stop and bring this one up is that this is the song that Red Velvet Joy debuted as a soloist with. Oh. And Park Hye Kyung's version is called Goodbye, and she says goodbye in it, but Joy's was Hello. Oh. It was like the same song, but she like said hello instead. Mm. So like just wanted to point that out. I know we brought it up in our episode that was like all about K-pop remakes. Yeah. This was one of them, but I didn't want to skip it. And also this woman is such a good singer. Like the live stage, she has like a whole live band and this cute little pixie haircut and this adorable dress. I'm like, she just sings the shit out of this. I love it. (laughs) Not uh, common. In these earlier yeah, stages, I think we've we've sat through a lot of rough, <laughs> rough vocals. Uh, but to start us off with this section of our year, we're going to start on July 4th of 2003 with a comeback from Cool and their album 8, which was spelled number 8, I-G-H-T. And the single was called If You're Going to Get Married. Um, I couldn't find sales information about this and I found out why later. I have it noted in somebody else's, but this song did win seven music show trophies. Wow. Cool was always pretty popular. Were, I feel like every time they put something out, like they, it did well. Yeah, they were really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music video has them at like a resort pool party and it's a very wide shot of like the cool members are all in different places and there's a whole bunch of people at the party and everybody's doing different stuff. So it will start on the wide shot and then it will just zoom into a corner where like one silly thing is happening and then zoom back Mm. out and then go to the other side. Like a weird Where's Waldo live action. Exactly. And the girl member is wearing like a little cute like kind of 60s wedding dress with the little uh, fastener. Fastener. Adorable. Because it's about marriage. Um, and the stage that's in the playlist is Christmas themed. And I realized it was because the whole episode was quote Christmas in summer themed because mm. it was Christmas August. in July yeah, yeah, yeah. or July. Yeah. yeah. Um, and one of the members spent the whole stage dressed like Santa, like throwing presents to the audience while the other two had to like perform the song. <laughs> Cause I don't think he comes in until like the third yeah, verse well, anyway. That third guy like doesn't really do anything. And I think he was the one in the stage that we watched that was just like wailing off key every <laughs> once in a while. Like not like he was ad libbing, but like he was trying to throw in some like, yes, except that they were <laughs> such a wild, like just toneless sound (laughs) that they were really distracting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Also a fun note about that stage is the other guy members wearing like a sleeveless vest and he has a barbed wire armband tattoo, which is super of the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Next we had another comeback on July 4th. This was the girl group jewelry with their album beloved. And the single is called, I really like you. Uh, this was the number 85 best-selling album of the year 2003 with 36,000 copies sold. And this was the third album, but the second member lineup mm. of Jewelry. Okay. And this album was supposed to be, quote, a return to their cuter debut concept. All right. Fun. 
And the music video is filmed at, again, some kind of island resort. It's very, this is like, the, the we see a pattern and, you know, a summer comeback is a summer comeback. Um, and all of the members are doing different, like, girly things. Like, one works at a bar and the other one is playing with the dog. And one is painting your toenails and one is driving a convertible and mm. one is on a boat. And they're like... Sure. And they're all thirsting after the same guy. Like they see him and like, uh, and then at the end of the video, they're all in a restaurant and they see the guy and they're all like, you go talk to him. You go talk to him. And then another girl shows up at his table and he kisses oh, her. He had a girlfriend, had a the, girlfriend whole time. the whole time. <laughs> Isn't that always how it goes? <laughs> and the stage outfits for this one were like really, really ruffly looks like ruffly skirts or like tube dresses that have like mm, the just like shreds the of sides. ruffles down the yeah, side yeah, yeah. and all the girls were like super tan and either had like blonde or gingery hair which I feel like becomes a pattern like we always talk about yeah. the trends and I feel like tan skin light hair is like yeah especially that light sort of reddish brown that is really just like a couple shades darker than the tan skin yeah yeah like yeah. it's a similar color palette yeah mm -hmm, totally in hair <laughs> and skin for sure so then on the same day July 4th a lot of things happening yeah. on this one day we have our first debut of the episode which was a group called One Two and their album was also called One Two the words spelled out and their single was titled Now Booty So One Two was a male duo made of Oh Chang Hoon and Song Ho Bom, and they were under JYP, and they were JYP's like first official like hip hop group. Yes. Um, and this song was written by JYP, and I read that he had reportedly spent a very long time training the two members to practice the syncopation of quote black American English mm. because he thought it would make them better at rapping. But then Jun Hyung from G.O.D. said on a show like many years later that JYP like showed one, two to him. And he was like, all of the English that you are using, nobody says those <laughs> words. Like, I don't know who taught you this, like, but you're like very wrong. <laughs> Of, um, that doesn't surprise me at all. Right. That doesn't surprise me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I also saw that the Namu Wiki page for this group claimed this as, quote, the worst album of the year. I have to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> because I like this song, yeah. honestly. And the stage charmed me. Yeah. And by the end, I mean, by the end, I was like, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board with this. This is a great time. <laughs> the music video starts with a montage of like JYP, JYP himself, Rain, G.O.D., all like getting slowly out of a limo. Mm -hmm. They get like a name card. Yeah. And not like G.O.D., the whole group, like each individual. <laughs> it's a very long sequence. The whole music video is seven minutes. gets out. Yeah. But at least it wasn't tragic. This right. Was, I'll take this kind sure. of seven minute music video. Because then all of the JYP people go to the VIP section of the club. Mm -hmm. And there's two waiters who like cause a kerfuffle and a scene to like get JYP's attention. And they're like, check this out and rip off their waiter uniforms <laughs> and they're wearing like goofy tracksuits. And then they do this song, which I 
wrote it as now booty because it's like now ondongi, which it could mean like hips, but it's like an yeah. all-encompassing lower waist region word. But I feel like because they're describing in the chorus how to do the dance, mm-hmm. and I and the booty part is like a big old roll, and I just feel like that's the intention of the title. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. It's like now shake your booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like <laughs> a little like they shake their heads and then they shake their knees and then they do the big roll and they shake their hips and then they turn around and they just booty shake toward the audience and I love it (laughs) I think it's so fun yeah it's got good vibes it's got good vibes all right next up yeah it's your turn on July 7th we had a comeback from fly to the sky their album was called missing you and the single was the same name So Missing You was the number 12 album of the year with 174,000 copies sold. And this was Fly to the Sky's fourth full studio album. Great. We love Fly to the Sky. They're an SM duo. And this album was meant to showcase their impressive impressive vocal talents, which it does. It does. And present a more serious and mature image for mm. Fly to the Sky. No more football and tank tops sure. on the beach. Now they're wearing nice sweaters and button ups. Yeah. And the music video is filmed in like Europe somewhere. Mm-hmm. And Brian has like reddish hair and is riding a bike around in a sweater vest. And he works in like a marionette store. Yep. He like, makes little puppets. puppets. And then Juani and his very frosted tips are just like being sad around a palace. Yeah. They're both like being sad and missing someone. And they're like romantic scenes of them like strolling sadly through this city and like just missing each yeah, other they pass each other as they in like slow-mo. sing and then they're like spinning in a field like alone <laughs> like singing and it's just very homoerotic and i like it yeah 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 <laughs> um but this comeback was kind of marred by some terrible news on july 9th Fly to the Sky and Boa's, man- like the manager of both Fly to the Sky and Boa died in a car accident. Oh dear. They were on the way home from a Fly to the Sky performance and the manager was driving a car in front and the members were in the van behind mm. and it was like pouring rain and there was a six car pileup that was initially not that bad. The manager got out of the car and was then hit by a truck that was trying to swerve around the accident. Oh, no. Yeah. And the craziest part was that Juan He had been in the manager's car at the start of the trip. And then when they stopped for gas, he got in the van because the seat was uncomfortable. (gasps) Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this was very sad and it like ruined the vibe of this comeback because that's terrible. And also like, uh, their song is called Missing You. Yeah. And it's like a tragic ballad. Like, oh, that's just all around awful. That's yeah. all around awful. <sighs> <sighs> all right. So next on the list, July 10th, we have a comeback from Lee Jong-hyun with the album Summer Party and the single Summer Dance.
This was number 59 for the year at 51,000 copies sold. And it was her first special album, but fifth album overall. Um, and the music video has her in like a tropical place mm-hmm. again. And she like spies a boat filled with men <laughs> and she literally drools <laughs> and like wipes her mouth. And then the rest of the music video is just like her either dancing in little matching sailor outfits with the men or like laying around on the beach and the men are like, doing her nails and putting sunblock on her (laughs) and like fanning her. And it's a really goofy music video. Yeah, it definitely (laughs) is. The music video features what is known as the trance mix of this song, which is one of the tracks on the album. There's apparently another version, but this is the one she did on music Mm. show stages as well. Um, And in the music stage that's in the playlist, she is like super lip syncing like pretty badly which is like rare for this time Mm. period but sometimes appreciated yeah i mean if you can't sing it live then at least don't make us (laughs) suffer Uh, all right. On July 11th, we had a comeback from Kim Hyun Jung with her album Hit for Six. And the S in six is a number six. And the single was called If It's the End. So this song won one music show trophy, but back in the 90s, she would win like 10 of them. I agree. So this feels like the decline of her dance queen relevance. Mm. Um, But I was also very surprised that she's not the singer of that Tears song that idols always like scream on variety shows. You know that one that's also like this very high? Yes. Yes. She mm-hmm. doesn't sing that song. A different person does. So I guess this vibe oh, of quite this, a like, style at yes, the time. Of like yeah, yeah, sing yeah. at the absolute top of your range over a dance yeah, yeah, beat. Yeah. But like <laughs> scream yes. at the top of your yes, range. Yes. It's like <laughs> really high. Um, and the music video is mostly close-ups of her like angry face with her hair like blowing in it. And she's like stomping around the city through like frozen scenes of her boyfriend cheating on her. Wow. She's just like looking at it angrily i love it okay on july 20th there was some breaking news which was a legendary dating announcement for the history of k-pop that nobody has topped yet which was during his ending ment at a click b concert held at the jang chung gymnasium member oh jong hyuk said right now at this moment my girlfriend is at this concert and gestured towards the audience where a spotlight lit up actress Lee Dahee sitting next to his mom. And then he said, this is the woman that I love. And Lee Dahee started crying because she was so touched. And then fans started crying and all left the theater in tears. Gasp. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I wish Joshua Hong had done that. <laughs> we already know his girlfriend and his mom are tight. They yeah. definitely go to the concerts together. Oh my yeah, God, who will do that next? No one ever. No one ever. <laughs> but Lita, he, if you've ever watched Singles Inferno, she's one of the like couch commentators on Singles Inferno and she hosted Kingdom and Queendom and stuff. And so you probably know her. They didn't date very long, wow. but like... But what a way to come out. 
That's fantastic. <gasps> oh, we need more shit like that in K-pop these I know. Days. I love it. <laughs> All right, next on the list, on July 28th, we have a comeback from Moon Hee Joon with the album Legend. And the single was titled Aria on the G-String, parentheses, Silent Conflict. was the number 51 album of the year with 58,000 copies sold and has a pretty horrible music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a, it's very flashy, like metal, disorienting. And like grayish, black blue, and white. Like, yeah, yeah very lo- little color. And the story seems to be that there's like a guy who's like obsessed with his computer and the internet or whatever. Yeah. And so he's like typing furiously and is like face he gets, gets warped, this, like, yeah, deranged smile and then the camera starts like warbling. And then like later a, in the video, yeah. he has like all this like metal armature like on his hands and his and a neck brace and those clockwork orange things that hold your eyes open and he's typing and then at the end of the video the computer video drums and it turns to goo and hands reach out of the screen and then like suck him in (laughs) yeah and uh yeah i just can't believe this is what the next thing your note says but like i can't believe he kept making music like this yeah like this is the kind of music this guy made and it's just very funny to me that SM like let him kept doing, keep doing yeah. this because obviously based on the screams and the stages, the HOT fans like still fucking loved him. Like they did not care that this was the music he made. Now they were still into, into it. it. Yeah. And that's the only reason that a song like this is on this list anyway. It's because yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy was an HOT, if you are unfamiliar. Like, and he's this is an what SM he did. artist. And yeah. They yeah, kept yeah, yeah. him and let him this make this music. This is an SM release. <laughs> 2003, man. Yeah, totally. All right. Moving into August. On the first, we had a debut from a group called Smacks, which is S apostrophe M-A-X. Smacks. Smacks. And the album was called A Smacks Birth. Gross. And the single is called One Love. One Love. So I couldn't find very much information about Smacks other than that they were three boys and one of them is extremely good looking. Very hot. Good hair. But because Smacks spelled this same way is the name of a Korean badminton company. So trying to find them was really hard because only badminton rackets were coming up. Bad SEO, guys. Bad SEO. Um, also, I don't know if you heard it in that clip, but there's like a dinging song sound in this song that's like the same as like the default iPhone text yeah. ding. And it happens at such random intervals and kind of off of the beat in a way that is so distracting. Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, I think I think in that last clip, I was like trying to count and like figure out what the fuck is happening with this little bell. And I think the problem is that it echoes mm, like it so goes, it stays ding. longer so it's not just a ding on the beat yeah like it like resonates mm-hmm. and so it makes it sound like it's late and yes. it's yeah it's weird also some absolutely incredible english in the chorus of this song that should go on the you know history books of greatest terrible k-pop english <laughs> so the chorus says 
One love is coming that you want to do it. One love is never getting on your depress. For love, I can lose it that I want it. One love, it's time that I should be started. It's time that I should be started. <laughs> Absolutely. Never get on your depress. <laughs> Words to live by. Yeah. Thank you, Smacks. Smacks. Um, a news article I found from August 4th. Harisu, who we've talked about in a couple of these episodes, she was like the very first like trans K-pop mm -hmm. singer. Yeah, she became famous as a model, I yes. believe. And then like and then released her several albums, career to yeah. music. Um, but she wrote on her personal website that she had not been accepted to Hangyang University because she is transgender and was claiming discrimination. But the university very publicly refuted these claims and said that her grades were not good enough <laughs> and claimed disbelief that she would even allege such a thing. Wow. <laughs> Who is right? I don't I know. Don't know. That's, but that's pretty harsh, though, to just be like, no, she had bad grades, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On August 13th, we have a comeback from JTL with their album Runaway and the single Without Your Love. Without your was number 22 for the year with 113,000 copies of the album sold and won one trophy on Inky Gayo. Uh, but the comeback promotions were pushed to August 23rd as Tony had gotten a knee injury. So we've talked about JTL before, but they are the members of HOT that broke Left off SM. of HOT. Yes. Similar to the TVXQ mm -hmm. JYJ thing. Uh-huh. Kind of, you know, history repeats itself. <laughs> the music video has like a like a mate I can only describe as a matrix lady yeah I I said Battlestar Battlestar Galactica android uh, yeah, yeah, if you've yeah. watched that they're they're scary and they look like people but they like run really fast and yeah. shoot guns out of their eyes or whatever yeah she has like sunglasses yeah, and a yeah, leather yeah. bra and she like chases them with her arms very straight <laughs> and like razor hands <laughs> um and yeah they're just like running through an industrial site away from this woman and like flying and flipping and yeah. stuff and there's like a lot of like <laughs> animated like back like the whole thing was filmed in front of like a green screen basically because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a part where they're just like sitting on like a roof but the background is fake yeah yeah, like, yeah. For a thousand percent yeah 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 there's a wanted poster at the beginning of that has all of them on it and it says the reward for them is 300 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> um and i just i think i said this in the last 2003 episode but this year specifically has felt like the most like relatable fashion year of K-pop mm. to me because I feel like the way that everybody is dressing in 2003, they either look exactly like the way that we dressed at my high school or exactly like the celebrities that I was also into uh, yes. Western celebrities in 2003. Like nothing about this like looks like uniquely K-pop. Mm -hmm. It just like is very just like 2003 mall clothes mall clothes fashion yeah, yeah, yeah. and specifically in the stage of jtl that's in the playlist like one of them has the flippy shag haircut that mm -hmm. every boy in my high school had tony is dressed like my youth pastor with like un <laughs> but like a dress shirt with the sleeves rolled up untucked with big jeans yeah and like a bold print yes on the shirt and if they were wearing like leather Abercrombie flip flops, then they would have looked exactly like all the boys in my high school. So 
That's all they were missing. Yeah. All right. On August 13th, we have a very important debut. This is the debut of Lee Hyori as a solo artist with her album Stylish Ellipses E. And the single is called 10 Minutes. So this was the number 15 album of the year with 144,000 copies sold and she got six music show trophies. And this was Hyori's solo debut after her group Finkel had quietly disbanded in Mm. 2002. So she was the first member to go solo. Um, And the music video has like real extreme Jenny from the block. Yeah, she's got the like little short, short, like velour tracksuit and the like caps and the big hoops and the super tan and the like cargo shorts, everything. Everything. And there's like boys with tricked out bicycles and there's a very Britney like dance break in the mm-hmm. middle of the song. Um, and the stage choreo is like very theatrical. It's like her and the girls like do a little dance for some boys who are like at a pretend a bar. bar on like, the yeah, side. there's like a whole like it, ha- it came with a set. Yes. Every <laughs> single time. And then the like boys join them and they like sexy dance together. And the stage I put in the playlist is like a lip synced performance and they, she goes full out and does all the choreo, but all the other stages I found, she didn't do the choreo, had a handheld mic to sing live, but they'd lowered the key of the Mm. song. Cause I guess she couldn't actually do it, but I feel like the lowering is weird and it puts some like very muddy notes that are like pretty low in her range. And like, I think it was a weird choice. Yeah. But whatever. That's fair. Point is, I think this is one of the greatest solo debuts in like the history of K-pop, like song wise. Like this song is still so good. Like it's been 20 years and this song is still really, really good to me, my personal opinion. (laughs) But I still think that this is like such a banger. I like this song a lot. I mean, I love Hyori. Yeah, I, I feel like none of every time a Hyori song pops up on our on our show, I'm never mm. mad about it. Yeah. Like not once have I come across a Hyori song where I was like, that's a bad song. Yeah. No. She's so, a star. She's a star. Yeah. <laughs> She'll get a deep dive someday. Next, on August 21st, we had a comeback from the group UN with their album Sweet and Strong, and they had two singles off of it. Yuri, parentheses, even if it makes you sad, and Summer Story. So I didn't pull clips for these just to save time, but this album was number 86 for the year, and it was a special album that featured only solo songs Mm. from the two UN members, and one was like a sad ballad, and the other was like a very like hot Latin dance track. Mm. So they had nothing to do with each other, and they performed them separately, which was apparently very confusing to the public, and it fueled rumors that the two weren't like getting along anymore, Mm. because apparently, according to a fan wiki, nobody in K-pop had really done this yet. Like you didn't go solo when you were still in a group. Which is so funny because that is a iconically uh, K-pop thing to do. Like going, and I've had to explain that to so many people. It's like, oh no, well this is his solo debut, but like he's still a part of the group. Like he didn't leave just to do it. Or like, oh no, all members of Shiny have released solo work. Like they're still a part of the group. So it's so fascinating to see that that A, wasn't always a component of K-pop because I weirdly have like, I guess I never noticed that it, 
wasn't always a component of it, but then to see that but, it but like thinking about it, like yeah, like Carlton uh, yeah, didn't makes, go solo yeah, yeah, yeah. till Jyoti was done. Mm-hmm. Same with Heejun the SES's, and like the yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. they all waited until the group was over. Yeah, never noticed it. So this was apparently like very confusing. Mm. No one had done it yet, and UN probably started the concept of doing this because later they kept they still released more albums as a duo yeah, after they didn't this. break up but yeah it was mm-hmm. people couldn't digest it at the time Ooh. it was strange they thought that they read into it too much, yeah, too much. really they just wanted to try new stuff yeah i love it all right next up on the same day august 21st we have a comeback from huisung uh with an album called it's real and the single is called with me This was the number four album of the entire year with 368,000 copies sold. And it's the highest chart of this year for K-pop covered in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music video has bleach tips. We sung walking or driving around like a tropical estate. And he has two random dudes. Yep. Following him the whole time. Just hyping him up. They they have real awkward energy the whole music video. Like they don't know what to do with themselves because like... When they're just driving in the car, it's like, yeah, cool. They're just driving. But then when they're like following him around the estate, he is singing the song and like really into it. And then they are just like feeling the groove (laughs) as they walk behind them and they don't know what to do Do with with their their arms. (laughs) And it's like so, I feel like if I had just listened to this song, I would have been like, yeah, okay, this is a fun, like this is a groovy, like croony song. But when I watched the music video, like, because I have watched the music video, I hear it and I just like, I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah. This is so embarrassing. Because <laughs> after the walking around, then they end up at like a fancy pool party where there's some bikini girls and some people in fancy like cocktail attire. Yeah. And he dances in the pool with a cane. Yeah. Like, like super in the water around. And so dramatic. And then the weirdest part is that the whole music video we've been seeing like tight shoulder close-ups of a lady who just seems like really sad Mm -hmm. and she's at this party and she's just like so sad she keeps putting her head down and then they back out to reveal that she's in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. and then we comes up and puts his arm around her and kisses her little top of her head and like i don't i don't understand (laughs) yeah i don't know because there's like a then they show like slow motion like letters like i don't know it's an it's a weird weird music video and in the stages, he took his cane to sure. the stages and twirled it a whole lot while the backup dancers worked their asses off. And then he joined them to dance for the rap break. And he had two hype men like to be there. Um, but I couldn't find a single stage where he didn't have a do-rag on. So boo, there's that. And I also, just a small gripe about Sung because he was really popular at this time when he comes up a lot in these episodes, is like, he's so... I think he's so inconsistent. Mm, like sometimes he's an incredible singer and you're like, wow, what a voice on this guy. And then other stages, he's like really pitchy and mm. it's like so unpleasant. And like, I don't know. I find him confusing and how like inconsistent he is yeah. as a singer. It's weird. Interesting. But he was very, very popular in this moment. He was incredibly popular. But yeah, overall, this, this comeback was um, a little cringy to me. 
Speaking of, uh, <laughs> on the same day, August 21st, we had come back from Chakra with their album Tomato, and the single was called To You. Chakra's fourth studio album and sold 23,000 copies and we're pretty sure that no cultures were offended in this comeback. They did it. it I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah, the music video is like maybe in a museum. It's like a fancy... It's a fancy setting of some kind inside of a building. And then there's like some scenes where there's like stuff hanging from the ceilings and whatever. And they have enormous jewels on all of their faces like face jewels that are probably not meant for your face because mm -hmm. they're so huge and like whole chandeliers in their hair and they do this incredibly goofy dance with mixed backup dancers and like a bunch of hats are worn by all of the backup dancers because it's 2003 <laughs> um and yeah the whole time i just couldn't get over how like floppy their hands are yeah the in all of the choreo so floppy the wrists are so floppy they're like little Puppets just like swinging their arms around. It's very, it's very silly, but overall an inoffensive track from sure. Chakra, uh, which is, you know, hats off to you ladies. You did it at last. Another note that the stage of this song that is in the playlist, they are wearing like the ugliest shade of green. Their outfits <laughs> are like a shade of green. I can't even believe how ugly it is, but I kind of like them in a super 2003 stage outfit kind of way. Fair. Where it's like they're all in different things made of the same hideous material. I think they're wearing like, you know, asymmetrical like skirts and one shoulder tops and there's mm, like yeah. ribbons on shit for no reason. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of fun. <laughs> All right, next up into September on the 4th, we have a comeback from Beck Ji Young. The album is called Smile, and so is the single. This album was number 46 for the year with 64,000 copies sold. And the music video is impossible to see due to absolutely rancid quality. Yeah. Um, but she is presumably in a desert and there's like metal spiral slides and junk and a bunch of guys dancing all mm -hmm. around her. And the stage outfits, she's wearing like the lowest, lowest, lowest bell bottoms with so like random low. raggedy one shoulder tops. And her hair is like long and beautiful and she's so tan and it's so much torso. And like 15 year old me would have done anything for these outfits and an excuse to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> the stages also included like live drummers and a seemingly live flamenco guitarist. And mm -hmm. she even does a big like drum break in the middle yeah, of yeah, the yeah. song. Yeah. And that was a fun, those were fun stages. Cause like not only is the guitarist live, but the backup singers are live. So she's singing live during the performance. And instead of having a backup track, she has live backup singers. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a re like there's real drummers and like, there's just a lot of live instruments and vocals happening on the stage and it makes it very fun. Yeah, totally. Isn't it funny how that happens? <laughs> yeah. When things happen live. live. 
<laughs> um, some rumor news that was also in the air on September 4th was that G.O.D. had to come out and insist that they were not breaking up mm. because the group who was incredibly popular at the time, probably arguably the most popular boy band at the time, hadn't promoted together since April mm. and all of the foreign members had gone back to the States so contracts were up in 2004 and half of the members who had earlier contracts had already switched representation mm. to JYP. So like the speculation about their breakup was like constant at this point. So then the members had to like make an, a statement to insist that they were merely on vacation and no matter what happened with companies and contracts that they would stay together as a group no matter what. All right. And that's mostly true. No from the future. Mostly true. Mostly true. Love it. On September 5th, we had a comeback from Unjiwon with the album Drunken Hip Hop and the single Drunk in Melody. This was the number 57 album of the year with 52,000 copies sold. Uh, and the music video just has Jiwon rapping in a warehouse with like a whole band in a very flattering brown leather jacket. I just thought it was a nice yeah. jacket. It is a nice jacket. <laughs> uh, and then there's scenes of a man and a woman who are sad in separate locations. Um, and she is like watching old film strips of him and he's writing songs and they both like cry single sad tears uh, alone. And you just have like Jiwon's gravelly rapping yeah. happening the whole time. And the stage in the playlist, he enters the stage in a red VW Bug convertible. It like drives in from the back of the stage. Wow. And he's essentially wearing the same jacket that Kevin Wu was wearing when he photobombed us Love at KCON. Like truly like the same jacket. That's so funny. Um, and he has also has two hype men. On who just like emphasize some of the words hey. while he says them and like give yeah. some haze and join him for the chorus what, what? or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> uh, all right. On September 10th, some other rumory news. And I think I've said this before in older episodes, but like the rumor news around this time period is so wild to me because I feel like maybe people have just gotten more Sue happy but I feel like this level of just like a source says mm. kind of like gossip doesn't really happen in K-pop anymore. It's like people on random Weibo accounts accusing people of shit. Yeah, but you yeah, don't yeah. get like the full tabloids being like, we spoke to a source close to mm -hmm. I've member. And yeah. it turns out she confessed to a boy at a restaurant. Like there's so much of the, that kind of news at this time period. Well, it's that nice that like that isn't <laughs> as much around anymore because we definitely still get that shit here in the States yeah, yeah, of yeah. like a source says that they are divorcing because of blah. And it's like, who is the source though? And like yeah, yeah, yeah. every single day it's a new TMZ headline source says source says, and it's like, all right. Yeah. 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 So this is one of those. <laughs> Great. Love it. Which was that G.O.D. Kiesong and Finkel Yuri back together? Question mark. <gasps> Gas. Because I believe we brought this couple up in a previous flashback episode, but these two were revealed to be dating in 2000 mm. when one of those little photo booth sticker photos yeah. of them 
got like spotted on a wall somewhere. Um, but they announced that they had broken up in December of 2002. But then somebody hacked Yuri's email in August of 2003 and like supposed love emails between the two were revealed. And then a friend in quotes told a tabloid that Kaesong had been going around telling people that he quote, got Yuri back. Ooh. But no, note from the future this couple's on again, off again status, like rumors of this prevailed until about 2007. Wow. So from 2000 to 2007, there were constant articles about these people and whether they were together or broken up. Ugh, like Ben, uh, I mean like Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt, like never (laughs) leaving them alone about the other person. That sucks. (laughs) All right. Next in September on the 24th, we had a debut of a group called S. Just the letter S. Hard to look up. And their debut album was called F-R period I-N period C-L. Frinkle? I have no idea what that means. No clue. The single was called I Swear. This was number 13 for the year with 156,000 copies sold and won at least four music shows. The album itself was 12 tracks and half of them were written by Kangta and one was a Kenzie song because this was an SM project group trio of Kangta, soloist Lee Ji-hoon and Shin Hye-sung who is from Xinhua. Um, So this was a little like special, not a subunit, but like Temporary group, Yeah, special I guess. temporary group. Mm-hmm. Kangta and Hyesung had hosted a radio show together from 2002 to 2003. So, like, they had, they had kind of already been connection. established as a friend duo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that might have been where this started. Um, but this has another really popular thing of this time, an Incheon airport music video. Because as we discussed, the airport was new. So <laughs> lots of people were filming music videos there. But in this one, they set up one of the terminals to make it look like it's Kangta's office and that he's a really fancy businessman <laughs> and that those big crazy windows are, are in just his like in his office. office. So he is like a busy businessman. And then uh, Jihoon is a glass blower who rides motorcycles. Fancy. And Hyesung has like a library and like a rose in a glass, like Beauty and the Beast and little like airplane figurines. Okay. And they're all just being sad. And then at the end, they all sing together on a rooftop wearing like really ill-fitting, ugly suits. <laughs> Great. But yeah. This was very popular with, like, all of their fandoms and, like, you know, people loved it. So, sure. That was S. I don't think they did anything else. Mm. I'm pretty sure this is the only S thing that there is. I have never, outside of this, heard of S, you know, like, as an (laughs) SM fan. Yeah. And we've covered, like, the SM Town albums and stuff, and, like, I don't remember oh, yeah. S being, being on any S-track. of those. So, yeah, I feel like this was probably just a one-and-done kind of thing. On September 30th, we had some breaking news, which was that Baby Vox Lee Hee Jin had been in an attempted kidnapping. Mm-hmm. We discussed this in the Baby Vox deep dive, but Hee Jin was walking home from her dorm when three men jumped out and tried to force her into a van. 
but bystanders at a nearby drinking tent like ran in to intervene and chase them away. And the company was initially not going to report this to the police because they didn't want any drama or attention, but eventually did say something to, quote, deter future kidnappings. Which is so fucking <laughs> insane. <laughs> so insane. So insane. But thank God for people drinking in the streets. Yeah. Let me tell you. Next up on October 6th, we have a debut of a soloist called Lexi, and her album was titled Lexury, and the single was Rookie, sometimes called Greenhorn, which means inexperienced. album sold 89,000 copies by the end of 2004 and won two Inkigayo trophies. Uh, Lexi was a solo singer and rapper under YG and she had originally debuted as a club singer in 1999 and had featured on some other YG artists albums before this official solo debut. Um, but her debut album had 17 tracks on it with features from We Sung, Big Mama, Spider, Teddy, and Psy. So quite a YG family mm -hmm. event was this music music video uh and Psy is also in I mean what I meant to say was the whole in this debut. album yeah, yeah, debut yeah. thing the whole debut was a YG family affair and the music video has Psy introducing her at the beginning and then he got guest raps on the song and you can hear him say sad bullshit in yeah, the he chorus just goes like, sad, bullshit sad bullshit a couple of times which is odd <laughs> um but yeah so the video like starts like Psy like introduces it on a tv that's like in a storefront window and then she comes on and like men gather around the window to watch it and she's like wearing a juicy tracksuit in like a dressing room and then in that same dressing room suddenly there is a motorcycle <laughs> and she's like looking fancy in leather and there's like a guy on the motorcycle and she just kind of like half-assedly dances yeah, yeah, yeah. while singing toward the camera in like cool outfits yeah and like her nails say lexi oh yeah every single scene she has a different piece of she has a different accessory with her name on it her nails she has an earring that says lexi she has a necklace she's like a belt uh -huh. all kinds of things good branding yeah very good branding and the i feel like the choreo has a lot of like standard michael jackson yes. moves in yeah it. even including like hip thrusts yeah. and stuff um and she i think wears Fedoras. Yeah, she did the like well. fedora little yeah, yeah, vest yeah. thing. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Stages she did the whole, oh, yeah, the and then ended in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. A lot of fedoras in this year. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Strong trend. Strong the fedoras trend. all over the place. <laughs> Uh, on October 16th, we had a comeback from Rain with his album Rain 2, and the single is called How to Avoid the Sun. So this was the number 19th album of the year with 127,000 copies sold, and he won seven music show trophies for this. And the music video is a lot of rain, like running in slow-mo away from the sun. Of course. In a tiny ripped tank top that it's shows so like small. his whole belly. It's like it's such so a small, small tank top. And it's so dirty looking. Yeah. And he has like a fuzzy <laughs> collared jacket on and is dancing in a parking garage with his boys. And everyone is wearing sunglasses mm -hmm. because this is the official birth of the rain sunglasses. Yes. Because he needs them to avoid the sun. And they are part of the choreo. Yes. And they then became 
part of his image forever because yeah. this is only his second comeback. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. But the choreo has like moments for them to dramatically like put the sunglasses on and take them off and move your head and put them in a little jazz square and then put them all <laughs> back on your face. The sunglasses are a part of it. Yes, yeah, for they sure. absolutely are. Next up on October 21st, we had the debut of Epic High with their album Map of the Human Soul and the single I Remember featuring Ken C with an S, not a Z. Not the writer. Not the writer. This was a 15-track album. Uh, many of the songs were produced by Gecko and Cheja of Di- Di- of Dynamic Duo. I was like so proud of myself for saying Cheja without stumbling <laughs> that I stumbled over everything else. Uh, and the group Epic High have been performing together since 2001, but this was their official debut under Woolim. And I believe we talked about this song specifically in our episode about like first groups at mm, every company because yeah. I think they might have been the first the first Wulim. group. Maybe. Or something like that. This has come up before. Because the music video is like a sepia tone music video where all the members are just like having fun in the neighborhood with children and old people yeah. and making Dalgona candies yeah, and yeah, yeah. throwing a baseball around. And like having the old grandma like listen to the rap album with yeah. her big <laughs> headphones in her handbox. And it's very adorable. Yeah. It's super cute. We had another debut the next day, and this was the debut of Bada, formerly of SES, with her first album, Day of Renew, and the single is called Music. Such a simple title. So this album sold 130,000 copies, but it wasn't listed on the official recording industry of Korea chart that I hmm. use for this. But at the top of the chart for the year, there is an asterisk that says to call a separate phone number for information about Cool, Wax, and Bada specifically. Interesting. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea why. But should call if, that number someday. <laughs> but according to that 130, that means that she should have been around 18 for mm. the year. But I don't know why it wasn't included in the chart. Interesting. All right. So she was probably top 20, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is the solo debut of SES member Bada. And the music video features her like in one set. She's in like a fairy goddess bed sheet outfit mm-hmm. with like blue contacts and so much glitter on her cheeks. And she's like in a forest. And then there's like microphones growing out of the trees and then otherwise she's in like a very dusty desert where there's huge speakers and she's wearing like gold outfit her hair is like crimped to the nines it's huge and they're like dancing and her hair is ginger and there's really big speakers in the background and yeah there's just a lot of a lot of torso in this comeback they're really 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 low pants and really, really, really small tops. Yeah, so it's just like the amount of torso that it's everybody was showing around this time period so is wild. It's like full hip bones yeah. out to display. And she has a belly button ring, as did I at this time period. She's got long gloves and her little Britney fedora and like the whole... 
Oh yeah, the whole Luke. stage had like yeah. a whole Britney intro thing yes. where she does like she's wearing like arm warmers and like a tiny bra sized vest and like a fedora and the lowest of the lowest hip huggers with like over the knee high heel boots and she does this like sexy get on the floor my music like dance break. <laughs> Uh, and it's very Britney. And then she gets up and she's wearing that same outfit. And then she sings this like cute little my music. And uh-huh. like it really doesn't fit the I aesthetic agree. of the song, in I my agree. opinion. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, and something interesting, an article I found about this that felt like fun to talk about because we've been talking about album stuff recently, which was that there were a bunch of special prizes in Ooh. the Bada album, like lottery style. So there was a special event with about $8,500 worth of prizes for people who bought bought a solo album. Out of the 100,000 copies that were initially released, 5,000 were gold CDs, which contained discounts for concert tickets and fan club membership. Ooh. And then also in 23 of the CDs, five people would receive an air purifier worth $600. <laughs> five people would receive a water purifier worth $600. Ten people could win a watch that was worth $425, and three lucky winners would get to be able to spend a day with Bada herself. Wow. Those are pretty good prizes. Yeah. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm very impressed. A day with Bada herself. Yeah. Can you imagine if people get, I mean, it's already enough that they do those like crazy like, fan Yeah, where people whatever, talk to people them for like two minutes, them. and yeah, they're weird bananas. enough. Yeah. But then spending a whole, oh, wow. Idols are probably happy they don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, I my next item is for November 10th, and this was a news announcement, which was that Britney and Boa were going to be performing together because Hell Royal yeah. Ride pop star Britney Spears would be coming to Korea for the first time in December to promote her new album, In the Zone. Get in the zone. <laughs> Uh, and that it would be happening November 18th. And during her four-day, three-night tour, she would be st- scheduled to perform with singers such as Boa, Noel, and Rain. And on December 9th, Spears will be recording the SBS TV special, Britney and Boa. And each singer would get to perform five or six of their own songs. And a sneaky spoiler alert, TVXQ also debuts on this show. Yeah. So this is a moment in history and I had to This is a very important moment in history. We could not have talked about this year without including it. And we have also mentioned it in the Boa Deep Dive and the TVXQ Deep Dive. So more information there. Yeah. Next, on November 11th, we had a comeback from the group Turtles with their album Turtles 2. And the single was called Come On. This was a three-member co-ed group uh, that I believe is two girls and one guy, so like opposite of cool. Uh, Still two rappers, but now one of the rappers is a girl. Um, And the album cover had cartoons of the members in like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style because they're called turtles. Uh, And the music video seems to have a Coyote Ugly meets a Fast and the Furious concept, uh, which is time appropriate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Next up on November 22nd, we had a debut of M, just the single letter M. His album was called Untouchable, and the single is Just One Night. 
I really hope this clip doesn't include that nose thing. I hope I, don't I really didn't like it. So this is the solo debut of Shinwa member Lee Minwoo, but he went by just M for solo things. Sure. Um, and this album was number 33 for the year with 82,000 copies sold. And the music video has like, it starts with like a vintage theme. He's wearing a big fedora on a cable car mm -hmm. and he's watching this woman who's riding in a rickshaw, like yeah. being pulled by a guy. So like, it seems old timey, but then it cuts to them in bed in like white men's dress shirts, yeah. like having sexy bedtime in like the dress shirt moment. Yeah, but all the suits that they, that he, cause he and the backup dancers have like a big dance scene like in the street and they're all wearing the same suit. And the suit is like so ill-fitting that it does look kind of like a baggier, like zoot suit sure. kind of like retro style, but not well tailored enough. Right. So they kind of just look sloppy in my opinion. Um, but yeah, this is just a very, uh, it's a very like croony song. If I had just heard the song, I think I would probably have nicer things to say. Sure. The music video is too much. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Cause he's like, he's trying so, so, so hard to be sexy, but because the BPM of the song is so slow, it's so slow. he has to do all of these very, O overt grindy moves at so, so slowly. And then all the bed scenes, he's like sucking on her nose and she's like kissing his chest. And like, I don't know. It's just like, it's a little the too nose much. Thing was too much. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> and then he like dances like in it. the rain, like Usher at the end. Yeah. And like, he was coming for rain. He uh, was yeah. coming for rain. For sure. I think um, so. But yeah. I wonder if he was still under SM during this debut. He must have been. Because Shinois has releases later in the year. So yeah, they're yeah, still yeah. doing So stuff. they're still together. Or no. No. He left. He left because we talked about it last time. They had left and SM said you can't fucking have your name. That's right. And they had to fight about the name for like years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. I was just going to note like I wonder if this was like an SM fad of like S and oh, then sure. M. Like just oh, the one. Wow. Just the one word. Just yeah, the no, one I letter. Think they're, I think they're already gone. Yeah, they may have been. I don't know. We haven't done a Shinwa deep dive yet. So. <laughs> it's not in my brain. Next up. November 26th, we have a comeback from One Time, and the album is called Once and For All. Once and For, number four all. Once and For All. The single is called Hot. This was the number 78 best-selling album of the year with 48,000 copies sold. And the music video has them like rapping for each other in a crowded studio room while it pans to the neighbors on the apartments on the other side being annoyed at how noisy they are. Mm. And one of the neighbors is two girls sitting in towels. Yeah. 
Um, and the lyrics are incredibly cringy about their cornrows and their do rags and how they're so hip hop and like, ugh. yeah. And there's really bad like wigs and like one of the members does have cornrows. I, one of them is wearing a do rag, but then they also have like other guys like crammed into the apartment where they're rapping that are wearing like an Afro wig and like a weird, like spiky like wig i don't know it's just very it's very embarrassing this whole thing is very embarrassing i agree and they also in some of the stages had like flash paper and then like little devices that just like made flames in their hands mm. so that they like literally had fire in their hands yeah which is kind of interesting i guess because um, they do like animate that in the music video where they're yeah. like hands but they did it for on real fire. on the stages so that's yeah, kind of that's cool. kind of cool i guess but i also felt like when I heard this, that like I knew the chorus already, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that maybe I've heard other idols like singing it on shows mm. or if they use it as like a sound drop in something, in the BS in the OST music, BGM, that's what I was looking for, the background music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, for some reason, I like knew this chorus already. Mm, I don't know. All right, on December 3rd, we have a comeback from Boa with the album and title track, Shine We Are. This was number 52 for the year with 58,000 copies sold in December alone, 81,000 by the end of 2004. Uh, and this was a special album for Boa that included Korean versions of her previously released Japanese songs, as well as a collaboration song she did with the UK boy band Westlife. Um, and yeah, more info about this in her two-part deep dive. Yeah. Baby Boa. She's just 16 years old in her little jersey and her jeans. And her low cut jeans and her <laughs> little sideways hat. She's so cute. <laughs> She's so cute. Uh, next up on December 8th, SM Town put out 2003 Winter Vacation in smtown.com with the single Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you can check out our SM Town Winter Albums episode for much more on this. But my one note is, A, I'm very surprised that SM hasn't remastered this one yet because it's one of very few SM Towns that are old that hasn't been done. But maybe they'll do it for this winter, winter times. Yeah. But this one is also particularly funny because now that I'm realizing because Shinwa is gone... The only boys in this music video are Kongta, Moonhee Jun, and the two Flight of the Skies. Those are the oh, only boys true. at SM at the moment. Because TVXQ won't be out for a month, wow. so they don't have anyone else. Oh, yeah. And they weren't revealing their trainees yeah. at the time. So they did have TVXQ. Yeah. Just nobody knew about them yet. yet. Um, a news item from December 11th was that Cool's Sung Soo would be getting married. So Cool's Kim Sung-soo will be marrying his girlfriend of two years, Kang Ji-hee, in February. And the two would have a honeymoon in Indonesia. And just a note from the future, because when I looked up this wedding announcement, this came up in the search results, and it's so crazy. So these two got married, had a daughter together, got divorced in 2010. And then in 2012, she got stabbed to death in a bar fight that she started. The wife or the yes, daughter? Yes, the wife. Oh, shit. Isn't that crazy? Damn. 
because I like went to look up like, oh, did they stay married? And an article about her getting stabbed to death in a bar fight came up. And I was Holy like, Holy fucking shit. That's wild. So, That's a first on this podcast yeah. that we've ever had anybody be dead from a bar fight. Yeah. Well, great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Segway. Uh, next on the list, we have December 18th, a comeback from Cool. Uh, this album was titled The Third Whisper, and the single was Did I Have to Leave? Uh, this was the group's eight and a half album. Technically, it's their 12th release, but that is how they labeled it. Eight and a half. Um, and it has a six minute... Oh, no, I was just... Oh, you're just shaking. I thought she started shaking her finger at me, wagging her finger at me. I thought she was telling me to skip this one, but no. She's just saying, we're not watching this fucking (laughs) six-minute music video because it's long and sad and there are no music show stages, so we're moving on. (laughs) I just listed it because I listed cool at the beginning, but this one... I'm skipping. Well, and I mean, just a few, you know, like the news that he got married is going to marry this woman who is now deceased. Uh, a week later, they still had a comeback. Yeah. You know, like, hey, don't get mad. We're, nobody's <laughs> nobody's going to boycott this. Yeah, I guess we're not. still going to promote. Um, on December 26th, I just wrote down the technical debut of TVXQ. This is the day that TVXQ made their TV debut on the Boa Britney Spears Christmas special. They sang Oh Holy Night with Boa and then premiered their debut song, Hug, which won't come out until the first week of January. So this isn't technically their debut. I just had to note it for historic record. Absolutely. This is when it happened. Yes. And we have more information about that appearance (laughs) in our two-part TVXQ deep dive. Last but not least, on the very last day of the year, December 31st, we had a comeback from Xinhua with their album Winter Story and the single Young Guns with a Z. This was a special album release. It did not appear to chart or win any music shows as they did not do any music show stages. So they just put the album out and let it be. I can also probably infer that maybe they weren't allowed to perform. Because mm, that has this been was the a case part of the with the people leaving SM and sure. trying to keep their name and then you don't get to be on TV anymore. Right, and like, SM will keep you down. It's possible that that happened or it's possible that it was just a special winter album and they weren't going to promote it anyway. Yeah. But Because that is also something SM does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, that's the end. That's 2003. We did it. Major trends of note. Off the top of my head, we've got fedoras. Yeah. We've got super, super tan skin. Everyone's so tan. We've got And their eye terrible, makeup is so frosty on yeah, their tan, frosty tan faces. eye makeup on their tan faces. Lowest of the low hip huggers. On the boys, terrible highlights. Oh, Like my God. the skull. The, like the you just put kind. the cap on and then like the roots are not highlighted. So it just looks like a porcupine. porcupine. Tips. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the girls, like you said at the beginning, the like orangey light brown hair. Yeah. Those were the like major trends. And honestly, I felt like a lot of the songs kind of had a similar vibe. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the songs had a similar like dance club yeah. beat. The club beats are still like very a thing. Yeah. And then the super similar like Western hip hop 
like that same like Casio tracks or whatever yeah, yeah, that, yeah. you know, your JLo's and Christina's and Britney's were using at yes. the time. And yeah, this just feels suits. so many are juicy velour tracksuits, tube tops, mm-hmm. the clear sunglasses that I've talked about in both 2002 and 2003 because oh, they yeah. were the moment and they are back. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And like everybody in Hure, all of Hyori's backup dancers look like extras from Christina's like dirty music yes. video. They're all wearing like mini skirts and like booty cheeks showing shorts and bikini tops and like tube socks and just like mm-hmm. shaking it. The people on Hyori's stage are so naked. Yeah. So, like, there was like full butt cheeks a, on one of yeah, the dancers in a way that on was one of them crazy. And like just boobies in a in a bathing suit top uh-huh. in another one. And like, I, yeah, just the amount of skin. A lot of skin. Yeah. It's very scandalous. Yeah, I truly do feel like, um, you know, I think that K-pop goes in waves of how much it is influenced by current western mm, music yeah. or not and this is absolutely a period where like it 100 percent is and like yes. everybody like i said is dressed exactly like the kids at my high school or dressed exactly like the pop stars i was listening to mm-hmm. at my high school like yeah or the like disney stars really on their similar red carpet or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally so, i agree I always find it, it gives me like weird nostalgic warm fuzzies to see everybody dress like this. Cause I'm like, ah, I was young and cool once and I also had these clothes. <laughs> That's just kind of fun. But like, also it was 20 years ago. Boo. It was 20 years ago, <laughs> but all those clothes are cool again. They're cool again. So, hey, dig out your clear sunglasses. <laughs> Here we go. But the hip huggers can stay in the trash. Yeah. Those should not. Don't bring no, those. No, back. no, Don't bring those. I don't care if it makes me if it makes me anciently dated. I will never wear I will jeans never below wear those my again. belly button I will again. never wear them again. We were talking about this while we were watching the stages together, but like sometimes watching things where women are wearing those crazy hip huggers gives me a physical negative reaction. Like I can feel my body rejecting it. Uh-huh. I will never again. It was really hard to keep your butts in those pants. Like, it was hard to do anything in those pants. The, the cracks. They were fought. The zipper was an inch long. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unacceptable. 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 Um, all right. So that was 2003. Let us know what you thought uh, the best or most iconic thing of 2003 was. And we'll be right back with a random game. All right, we are back. And this week, the random number generator chose Shannon. (laughs) Not me. Shannon Williams, the singer. Yes, known professionally as just Shannon. Uh, This is a British South Korean streamer and former singer who is currently moved back to England, which is where she was originally from. Um, But she's best known for being a contestant on K-pop star Six colon the last chance um but she had originally debuted under i believe mbk entertainment um as a solo artist and according to her wikipedia she had been training to debut as the main vocal for a girl group but then per her request asked like she asked to be debuted as a soloist instead and so her company was like okay and they let her debut as a soloist instead which is interesting. 
Um, of of her songs, the one that I know best is her song "Love Don't Hurt" from 2017. That the English version featured Amber from FX, mm. and that's like the only song of hers that I like really know. Fair enough. And it's not listed here, but I feel like that she might have had at least a stint on, if not her own whole podcast on Eric Nam's network. Mm. Or maybe she just showed up on a couple of episodes of that show that has like Big Matt and Ashley on yeah. it. But like, I feel like I've seen her on dive things. I might be like totally misremembering, but I feel like all She's of the like English speaking idols are like finding around other. in a specific way. Yeah. 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 Um, it says that before she debuted, she put out two singles um, that were features of already established artists. So we had Day and Night with uh, Tiara's Adam and G Gavi NJ's Gunji. And then Remember You, which featured Jungkook from Speed. I love Speed. They're oh, our yes. guys that danced in Heelys. Absolutely. Um, but it overall, she released two EPs, six singles, and three OSTs, um, and then eventually like left MBK and decided to move back to England, and I guess now she's a streamer. Um, but her most popular music video is called Why Why uh, from eight years ago with 17 million views. Yeah, so if you'd like to watch that with us, go ahead and pull up Shannon Williams' YY and press play when I say go. Three, two, one, go. Oh, this music video is almost six minutes long. Oh, jump scare. Feet in a bed. Someone is asleep in a bed. That's a, that's a loud alarm that's clock. That's a loud alarm. Hmm, that's interesting. The alarm clock goes off and then you turn on your turn music. Turn on your own music. Right now we're in our school uniform. Yeah, but the music that's bucket. over this is very sad and dramatic. The song she turned on was so happy. Okay, right, so we're watching boys play basketball in their school uniforms. She is supposed to be mopping the but floor? But she's looking longingly at one of Oh, that's of the funny. Boys. They, instead of doing shirts and skins, they do ties and no ties. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're very oh, obviously you staring at... Oh, that's fun. The dancers were in a line and just, like, split in a cool way. Okay, and the dance... Okay, this is fun. A little, like, anime confetti moment. Oh, oh no. she just got hit she in got the with a basketball. When she got hit in the head in the basketball, she like fell over back onto the couch. That was a fun cut. All right, so we've just got her like being cute and either dancing with the other schoolgirls in the gym or the hallway, or else she's just staring at this boy in different parts of the school. And when he looks at her, she looks away shyly. Oh, I was not looking at you. Oh, man. She's, like, stalking I, him. I don't know if they'll the show it again, on. but the poster that was next to her spelled Saturday, S-U-T-E-R-E, -E, and then space D-A-Y. <laughs> so, like, satire space day. Basketball yep. champion. <laughs> Fair play. 
Oh, tennis. Ooh. Ew, don't take his sweaty towel. Oh, oh gross. I, gross. I hoped that was a note that he left, but no, it was no, a nasty handkerchief. stole his sweaty towel like a creep. Now she's crawling on the cafeteria floor. What are we stealing? Trash? Just used ketchup, ketchup packet. <laughs> she has a scrapbook of these things. This is very creepy, Shannon. Yeah, we're crossing the line. Don't take that drink. She's going to like drink out of it afterward and it'll I be an indirect kiss. Yup. Oh, no. Oh. That's a very cute little move, though. This, the chorus choreo during these ooh-ooh-oohs. They're like whispering in the boy's yeah, ear. Yeah, they like get on their tiptoes and whisper in the boy's ear. Yep, she stole the straw. Creep. <laughs> and then they do a little like butt wiggle to the ooh-ooh-oohs and it's pretty cute. The choreo is very theatrical. Little cat ears. Writing love notes clothed in the empty bathtub. Sure, as you do. He's not just a basketball player. He's also a... Oh, she stole his racket, too. How'd she do that? I mean, the song is very cute. Yeah, it's very cute. And she does have, like, a real, like, big voice. Yeah, she does. Cute. Oh, there's more. Oh, there's a whole fucking minute more. Oh, we got to see how this turns out. Okay, she's approaching him in the hallway, and she has a love note behind her back, but she's just standing oh, there like a creep. No, oh, my God, did she meet a new boy, boy immediately? <gasps> and this time, he turned around to look at her, and she immediately dropped the love note. Oh, what a fickle hilarious. little creep. <laughs> oh, and then we get credits with bloopers. Oh. oh my god, she's just getting hit in the head with this ball so many times. Oh, bloopers are a cute addition. I agree. It's a lot of bloopers, though. Yeah, it really goes all the way to the end. You gotta have the credits. Get everybody all their credit. Ooh. Wait, this is that is very funny of him just doing these like manner arms and not and she's hugging like her fully back. holding on to him. All right. All right. Shannon. Cool beans. Great. Okay. Beans. Weekly recommendation time. Is there <gasps> anything you want to recommend this week? Yeah, because Key just came back. And the album is called Good and Great. And so is the single. And the music video is so fun. The dance challenge is also so fun. I've been loving everybody who's been doing it so far. It gets stuck in your head like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. And I've only listened to the album through once so far. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I just think he is such a great artist who does such like 
well-rounded, fully formed concepts. And this is no different and it's excellent. Yeah. It's good and great. It is good and great. It's absolutely good and great. Yeah. I fully agree. Um, I have a couple of things. I will first just recommend a song that I've been enjoying. And this was, I believe, a pre-release from okay. Cravity. And it's called Cheese because they say smile and cheese. That's where the cheese comes from. And the music video was filmed like in a neighborhood near my house. And I recognized like. I recognized all of the parts of the videos. I think it's fun when people come to cake on yeah, and, then and then film, film stuff videos. while they're here. Um, but that's really cute, bouncy, fun boy group music that I enjoy. Um, and then the other thing I have to just like cop to on the podcast, which is just that I love rise. Oh my God, yes. you guys, I love <laughs> rise. They have put out two full songs and Shannon is on board. I'm on board. I'm fully on board. They put out their official actual debut song. It's called Get a Guitar. And it's so fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. I saw the choreo is really fun. And uh, it's live is really fun. Like, it's good. I saw someone in the Discord wondering the day it came out if it would count as disco because of the guitar in it is the type of guitar that you mentioned is mm, often the chicken a, scratch. guitar. Yes. Is often a element of disco. But I think that this song is, n- I wouldn't say that it's disco. I feel like it's more R and B in the actual traditional R and B sense, like not nineties step touch R and B, but like rhythm and blues. Mm. Like it reminds me of like, Stevie Wonder and Prince Mm. and there's kind of a queen like another one bites the dust about it like it's got that kind of you know rock and roll and R&B but in like it's real classic sense of the word yeah yeah, I agree I agree with that Um, but yeah I just think that they're so cute and sweet and like they can all sing thank you SM obviously they can all sing Um, and I just like I love that they that I find their whole concept of just being like regular youthful boys like so charming and refreshing and it's like down to earth and like all of their haircuts kind of suck but in a way that they look like regular boys who got a haircut six months ago and just haven't gotten a haircut again or like trimmed their (laughs) own bangs yeah that's why they're uneven like (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they like all have their real teeth and they're just like wearing big jeans and And i'm really celebrating the real teeth right now (laughs) i'm upset I'm upset about people changing their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> the rash of veneers lately has oh, gotten really upsetting. It's, it's really ruined. It's really broken my heart in a couple different ways. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm in grief. I'm in, yeah. I'm in mourning. I understand. I understand. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm just, my only complaint is that there's only two songs. Like, I feel like that is Mm -hmm. kind of a bummer. And I was so bummed about it that I truly like went and did a quick, like research dive to find out what other SM artists get at debut, like to see is like this, the pattern. And back in the day, your HOT, SES, Shinwa Boa days, they put out full albums. So they all got nine, 12 tracks Mm -hmm. on their first album. And then in the second gen chunk, TVXQ, Girls Generation, Super Junior, Shiny, only like four songs plus an instrumental of the debut. And then like FX and Red Velvet only got one. EXO got six. NCT 127 got seven. But Rise only has two. 
Interesting. Anyway, it's, it's deeply well, inconsistent. So only had like one. One or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So deeply inconsistent. And I know that it's the trend these days to like only put out singles and not put out albums. The point is, is just that I really like it and I'm all excited about a fun new SM debut. And I just wish that there was more to appreciate. <laughs> That's fair. But I just love them. So I just wanted everybody to know that my stake as an SM stan continues and sorry, not sorry to NCT for being the only SM group that's like never gotten me on board. I'm really yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. But I just don't like your music. I'm sorry. I'm not that sorry about it. <laughs> I like Wavy. You got yeah. me on that one. Yeah. And hey, now I know Shotaro and uh, Songchan. And they used to be NCTs. So there you go. There you go. Now I know two more NCT affiliated <laughs> faces. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just love Rise and I'm really excited about it. And I think they're great. And I hope that they remain great and that they don't, they probably won't because they are a boy group, but I hope that they don't like get shelved or whatever and that they get to like keep having comebacks and be cool. Cause I do feel like SM has a lot of boy groups right now. Yes. Cause nobody they, goes away anymore. So now there's yeah. like a lot. The roster is really stacked. That's true. They do have a lot of boy groups, especially cause they have like 30 NCTs. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, they never do any. Yeah, but because they're a boy group, we'll probably be seeing a lot of them. Yeah. It's like, you know, they never do anything with Red Velvet or Espa, but right. maybe worth the prize. <laughs> we'll see them more. Yeah. And they had to change fandom names twice in the same day. Um, their initial fandom name was supposed to be Suns with a Z, like Rise and Suns, but then Rising Sun is the oh. name of that bad Japanese sure. flag. So they were like, we can't do that. So then they changed it to B-R-I-I-Z-E, which I read Brise. as Brise, but I believe you're supposed to say Breeze. Oh. But then, but it's not Reese. So right. like Rise and Breeze and they're spelled the same way. I don't know. I think they could have thought harder about this. Yeah. We don't have to have phantom names immediately, guys. We can think about it We don't have to have phantom names immediately. And also, like, I feel like we should have just called the phantom name Shine. Rise and shine. I agree, but people were saying maybe it's too close to shiny. Mm. Meh. Yeah. But two eyes instead I, of... Yeah, two, two eyes instead of two E's. Yeah. Shine. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Also, congratulations to Rise for apparently being the first boy group that wasn't on a survival show to oh, sell yeah. a million copies of their debut album. So, well good done. for them. Well done. It was that KCON debut, baby. Yeah, <laughs> that we saw. Oh, I'm so happy. That we were there for the little baby. I knew I, knew I would be happy. To, I knew I wanted to see it. Yeah. I could just feel it in my soul. Um, but anyway, that's great. I love it. If you haven't checked out their two songs, Memories, and Get a Guitar, they're very good. Um, and also, it isn't out yet, but I'm really excited that my Donnie baby is putting out his first real, actual, real album. Very exciting. In a couple of days. And it's got, like, I think, like, nine songs on it. Like, it's a real whole album. And my girl, Ekshi from WJSN, wrote the lyrics on two of the songs. Fun. And, like, Gemini did a bunch of them. And, like, he's usually really good. I don't know. I'm just very excited about it. I'm really glad that he's at a new company and that he's making so much music. Yeah. And the breakup song is still really top in the charts. Like, he's he's doing it. He's doing it. I'm so Doing proud. it, baby. <laughs> we love it. We love to see it. Love to see it. 
Um, all right. That is it for this week. Next week or two weeks from now, we will be back with our annual support girl groups episode. And it is bound to be a bear of a time because like we say every year, the amount of groups gets bigger and girl groups are really having a time right now. So I'm interested to see like what people are putting out to try to yeah, make to a, try and top yeah, everything else to make a splash so in this world. So yeah. look forward to that. And in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, we can be found at AMA K-pop pod on Twitter and Instagram, AMA K-pop pod at gmail.com for emails. One eight one AMA K-pop five. If you want to send us a text or leave us a voicemail, PO box two six zero nine six Los Angeles, California nine zero zero two six to send us mail. You can go to patreoncom slash AMA K-pop pod for bonus content. I've already finished up my queendom puzzle recaps. I will be when the L's up debut happens. I'm going to film a music video reaction to put a little bow on that Queendom series. So look forward to that. And I also think that I'm going to start a new drama this week because there's a drama starting on Friday and I forgot its name already, but it has <laughs> Hyungwon and from Monster X and Schumann from EXO. And they're playing members of a boy group who are failing so badly. They have to get a job at a convenience store. And I think that it will be zany fun or maybe it. it'll be terrible. Maybe it'll be the greatest drama ever. I don't know, but I'm going to give it a shot and we'll find out. And I'll give myself veto privileges because last time trying to get through the fabulous was really bad. And a lot of listeners were like, Shannon, you can quit if you want. And I was like, <laughs> I can't quit. <laughs> I've committed to this. But we'll give this new drama a try. See how it is. Love it. Um, and Linktree slash AMAK pop will take you to our Spotify, our YouTube, where there's the playlist for this episode, every music video, and assorted music camp stages from that time are in the playlist if you want to check it out for yourself. You can also join our Discord there and talk to other listeners about all things K-pop all day long and that is all the places and thank you so much for listening to this and we love you and goodbye bye bye jongyan you're our inspiration <laughs> <laughs>